Hi, my name is Kyle Henderson, and today I'll be talking about the life of Ignatius Sancho, as well as the lives of black Londoners in Britain's Georgian era. While we did discuss Georgian London in class, we didn't extensively discuss the lives of black Londoners during this time period. There were approximately 14,000 black people living in England at this time. Many were slaves, servants, or former slaves, but some were also musicians, sailors, students, and more. The object that I chose for this assignment is a stipple engraving portrait of Ignatius Sancho by Francesco Bartolazzi, which currently resides in the Royal Academy of Arts in London. Sancho was a famous writer, composer, shopkeeper, and abolitionist who broke barriers as a black man who rose from the confines of slavery to become an influential figure in England at the time. Sancho was born on a slave ship in 1729 and grew up an orphan as his mother died when he was an infant and his father committed suicide to escape slavery. He was sent to London when he was two years old and forced to work for three sisters in Greenwich. During his time in Greenwich, he met John Montague, the second Duke of Montague, who actually encouraged Sancho to pursue an ed education and gave him books to read. Following the Duke's death, Sancho fled Greenwich and begged the Duchess for work, as he feared he would remain enslaved for life if he remained in Greenwich with the sisters. He worked for the Montagues for two decades, first as a butler to the Duchess until her death in 1751, and then as a valet to George Montague, the first Duke of Montague, until 1773. Upon the Duchess's death, Sancho received £70 and an annual income of £30, which he used to continue his academic pursuits. Specifically, he began reading more and took up music composition. He also became a strong writer, penning letters on a myriad of subjects, such as his support for abolishing the slave trade and his experiences as, as an educated African man in Britain. He eventually got married to a West Indian woman named Anne Osborne, and together they had seven children. He opened a grocery store in Westminster, which gave him time to continue, continue pursuing his other interests as well. By this point, Sancho had become a fairly well-known figure himself, and he was friends with a number of influential people, such as famed actor David Garrick, writers Samuel Johnson and Lawrence Stern, and sculptor Joseph Nolikens. Sancho's semi-celebrity status also allowed him to advocate for causes that he was passionate about. He wrote letters to newspaper editors where he called for an end to the slave trade, going into detail about the inhumanity of slavery. His works weren't published until 1782, two years after his death, but nonetheless, this helped open many people's eyes to the horrors of slavery, and it humanized the victims of it. While he was one of the most prominent, Sancho wasn't the only black Londoner who became an influential member of society at this time. There was also Olada Equiano, a former slave who became a writer and abolitionist, and published memoirs detailing his experiences as a slave. His memoir was very successful, which made him both a wealthy man and one of the first black authors in Europe. It also helped to sway public opinion against the slave trade. Additionally, there was Otoba Kugoano, a former slave, author, and eventual abolitionist who published a book that utilized economic, philosophical, and religious arguments alongside his own personal testimonies to advocate for the end of the slave trade. It was a fairly radical novel at the time, but it was one that helped advance the cause of abolitionism nonetheless. Despite the efforts of Sancho and these men, the slave trade wasn't banned in the United Kingdom until 1807, and it wasn't until 1833 
that the institution of slavery was abolished on a gradual scale. However, their work was undoubtedly helpful in advancing the cause, even though they didn't live to see the results. The sheer existence and prosperity of a man like Ignatius Sancho was radical at the time, a former slave who had sought out education and had risen through the social hierarchy to now become a respected member of society and friends with a number of influential citizens. In addition to all of this, he was also the first person of African descent to vote in a British general election due to his status as a financially independent male householder. Sancho's portrait belongs in London due to the major influences he had on the city and the country. His writings shared the inhumanity of the slave trade with a broader audience, and they illustrated a man caught between two worlds, the white society he's assimilated into and the black community he still holds connection with. Sancho's life and legacy are an inspiration to us all, and he's an amazing example of black Londoners breaking barriers in Georgian London.